So. Yeah, I, I kind of went off my meds. <laughs> Did you? Are yeah, you? Yeah, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> Shot down in a blaze of glory. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. Now that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, another edition of 80s News Now. Hooray! With me, as always, let's hear it for the lost boy, St. Pete Times rock critic, Sean Day. <laughs> I am a rock critic. Who are we interviewing today? Angus? Angus Young? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I, did I say rock critic to Tommy Lee on our last show? I'm, I'm pretty sure you did. Did I? I don't think pop music critic would have sold him. It's just a little bit of chest puffery, if you will, pu- puffing out my uh, you know enormous hairless chest and say, yeah, rock critic. What the, what, you know, bleep, bloop, bloop, <laughs> dropping F-bombs. Uh, I hope everybody liked our interview with Tommy Lee. Uh, I thought it was a great show. Uh, and yet... We wanted to set a record. Is this a new Stuck in the 80s no, record? No, it ties our record. Ah, bah. But we have given you five, count them, five shows in the very month of June 2011. And, and in this show, the return of uh, the mystery movie moment and uh, Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, because a lot of people are like, Where's the, where are the quizzes? They've had enough of the PPTMN. <gasps> For <laughs> shame. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no PPTMN today. We promise. Although, God, I just got the best one today. Yeah, I read that. That was it's really, crap. really good. Next show. Holy in July, crap. when we give you 18 shows in the month just... of July. You know what we're leading up to? Going live, baby. Live every day from 6 to 9. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That'll be my life, sitting around <laughs> editing out your f <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so today's 80s news now. It's a bonus episode, and we have some good stuff, though, too. I think so. Let's it's get... a full-fledged bonus episode. Sure. Let's get started. All right. Ren McCormick is back and cutting loose. God help me that I just said that. In a remake of 1984's Footloose, the first trailer for the movie set for an October release actually looks good. And this time, ironically, the movie is produced by MTV, a network that made each track of the original soundtrack a top 10 hit and something it can't reproduce today since, alas, MTV doesn't do music videos <gasps> Ooh, anymore. Always get those digs in, yeah. Sorry. You know what I'm struck by? Maybe uh, the cast of Footloose can visit the cast of Jersey Shore. Oh, jeez. Look, look how bitter you are. Ugh. Name three people on Jersey Shore. I can, but I don't want to. Can you really? Yeah. Well, because you... Because yeah. I have to for work. Wow, the situation, Snooki, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. DJ, Polly. God, you really do. I remember, you really do know that. Well, here's uh, two things. We'll talk about the trailer in a second to Footloose. But, you know, 
of course, a lot of things happen. I'm 41 years old. You're 57 years old. And things happen as we get older and, and we, we feel that much older. And when I saw that they're remaking Footloose, which I saw when I was 14, you know, I was already starting to be kind of old, you know. And, uh, yeah, that's screwy. They're remaking all of our movies. It's finally happening, Steve. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, but you know what? I saw I saw the preview, the trailer. And what struck me was that they literally, it doesn't look like they changed the script at all. I mean, even the little nuances from the original when the, movie. The, yeah, he, he drives a VW bug. Yeah. He still dresses. I mean, it's like he stole the uh, t-shirt, Kevin Bacon's yeah, the white uh, t-shirt, wardrobe. Right. White t-shirt and jeans. Uh, this, gets pulled over by a cop who uses the ID to scruff him under the chin. Right. He There's a dance scene in a uh, abandoned warehouse. Uh, there's a dance scene in the halls of uh, a high school. Right. Same camera shot. There's the aerial standing in front of a train. Yeah. The only difference, though, are there's these little modern differences. It's still in some podunk hillbilly town, right? In the, it's still in Beaumont. Town. It's Beaumont, but it's spelled differently this time. Are you serious? Yeah, it's B O M O N T. What Beaumont, the hell they Texas. spell it differently? Yeah, so... Um, the MTV, they're so artsy. But, you know, what the, the trailer does is give you the same, same, same as before, and then, boom... It'll give you a little modern taste, just a flash of modern taste. Instead of going the other way, modern, 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 referencing the the original, modern, modern, modern. It's it's the all the original. Like, yeah, let's just you know use the old script and change a couple things. So now you have a drive-in scene with this banging hip hop song, and they're like, you know, can you keep up with me? And instead of them doing acrobatic dance moves, they're just grinding each other's naughty bits. Right. And I will say too that it's obvious that the movie backs up a little bit. And gives you a little bit of the prequel feel. Yeah, well, these are the days of the stupid origin story and I prequel love origin stories. I know. If, if there was a prequel for Footloose, I would totally be on board. The prequel, but I like Dennis Quaid. They yeah. have some big names in it, right? The kids aren't that big. Maybe if you watch, but that's the, that was the joy of the original. Is that in the original, the kids were? I mean, Kevin Bacon had made a couple films. Yeah, but that was his breakthrough role. So I don't mind the fact that the kids are unknowns. And that probably still. Be I like the kid afterwards. playing the Chris Penn part. That's like Eli from uh, the Girl Next Door. Right? I love the Girl that, Next I know, Door. I know we love that movie, Girl <sighs> Next Door. Can you yeah. grandfather that in? Because it is ultimately an eighties movie. It has a lot of eighties music. Yeah, it had a lot of eighties music. It's pretty much a, a risky what's, business. What's the one thing you learn? You know how in in risky business, you, you the thing you learn is don't f- with another man's livelihood. Yeah. In times of economic uncertainty, don't. F- with another man's livelihood. What is the line you learn Shoot, in uh, the Girl Next Door? Don't squeeze the lemon if you can't handle the juice. What is it? <laughs> well, that's what you, that's another porn movie you watch. <laughs> no, it's like uh, got to be sure that the juice is worth the squeeze. The juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Squeezing. <laughs> you and I will go see Footloose together. We'll hold hands. Yeah. Actually, I went on a really and we, we shall date. also grind naughty bits. The, the girl that I lost it to. Uh-huh. Our first date was Footloose. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Serious. The girl you lost it to? Yeah. How were you? Were you any good your first time? Oh, God. I, I can remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> Be- because actually yesterday I was laying on my back listening to the Thompson Twins. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. What well, we are talking about... <laughs> what? All of a sudden you're, you're demure. All right. Well, moving on. <laughs> you heard it. Our, our, our second item in 80s news, news now, now.
Hard to believe, but it was 30 years ago this month that General Zod invaded planet Houston and gave us the classic flick that we would simply call Superman 2. I throw it to you, Sean Daly. Is this not only the best Superman movie, but also the best superhero movie ever? Wow. You put a little twist on that question, because it's by far the best Superman movie. Yeah. I kind of liked um, Superman uh, Begins. Is that what it was called? Superman Begins? Batman Begins? Is that what, what, what's the new Superman remake with Brandon uh, I never Routh? Saw it. Oh, it was good. It was good. So good that I never heard um, of it. But anyway, uh, is this the best superhero movie ever? Wow, that's a fantastic question. Well, it's not one of the Hulks, even though you know I love Hulk. They have, they have yet to make a good Hulk movie. Iron Man's really good. The, ba- the new Batman movies. Dark ba- Knight. Batman Begins, Dark Knight. Were yeah, good. yeah. Probably better um, than this. Dark Knight is uh, is pretty awesome. It's pretty tough to beat, even though it's too long. It's like eight endings on that thing. But Superman 2 is by... Oh, it's so good. You know the problem with Superman 2 is? Is that... And why you can't compare to something like Batman Begins is that it still has all those campy elements... Yeah. ...that the new Batman got rid of. You know, there's no campiness in Batman now. In a way, it's kind of it's kind of poorer for it. But back then, go back and watch the early Superman ones. Oh my God! I mean, the people walking through uh, Metropolis. I mean, it's just it's just so full of horrible cliches. And yeah, the, the, whole nine the flying and stuff. Yeah, it's, all, it's like they should they should have tightened the strings because every, the way everyone flies, it's like very. But the actual plot, poofy, and the story, op- and the acting flying. of yeah. the main characters, fantastic. Oh, it's great. It's God. great. He goes back, and then the trickery at the end. Yeah, you don't know, you the, go, you know, I love I, the trickery. I think that was probably the most full I'd ever felt after seeing a movie when I saw that. I was just like, because he goes. The, it ends with the diner scene, right? When he goes, yeah, back, he goes back. Yeah, to get the, the diner's oh, awesome. Man, I just love Superman too. I yeah. could watch it every time. And then it's Superman, a very romantic movie too. Yeah, it gives up for, everything. He for gives her. up everything for Lois Lane. I know, Margot Kidder. He could do so much better. Ah, ah. I got a trivia question for you, Mister uh, Cape Crusader. Don't you think I'd make a good Superman? Like Superman Gone to Seed? Like a drunken... <laughs> you have this sort of curl Superman. in your hair like dun, he does. Dun. It's natural, baby. And it's not like I work on every and morning. You're graying, he and you're graying. And in your tubby. But it's, <laughs> tubby. A, it's, a, it's a cute tubby. You think, I, you think I'm tubby? I look like a t- guy who just doesn't take care of himself. <laughs> you look like a guy who was once the man of steel and now is the man of margarine. <laughs> Aww, poor Sean. I know. I'm sorry. You ready for the trivia? Yeah, hit, hit it with me. General Zod was obviously the best known of the three exiled criminals from Krypton. Mm-hmm. Can you name his two companions? There's a chick and then the big uh, muscle guy. Yeah. That would be Xena and Mongoid. <laughs> no. What are their names? Nan is the guy. Nan. Played by the great Jack O'Halloran. Nan, like the delicious Indian bread. Exactly. That's how you got to yeah. be that big. And Ursa. Played Ursa. by the great Sarah Douglas. Ursa. Okay. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sharing with your friends, everybody. Was the man of margarine comment a little out of bounds? Do you feel no, bad? No, it's funny. No, I think I'm actually in pretty good shape these You're days. You're in good shape No, it's days. okay. It's funny. Mar- it does funny. look like you tan using butter, though. <laughs> Cocoa butter. You have like this crispiness jokes, to your skin these days. jokes are always funny. I know, but now I'm going to have to change them to tanning jokes. All right. How about this? You can make fun of me if you want. 
Really? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> like I needed that. prayers by sister christian have finally paid off because we finally have a new night ranger album worth listening to it's called somewhere in california and it's the band's 10th studio album one reviewer called it solid well-crafted melodic rock accessible infectious and entertaining the perfect release for your summer ipod playlist was uh that reviewer named chad ledoux (laughs) maybe That sound like something he'd write. Yeah, on my Facebook almost wall. as good as the new Monkey CD. <laughs> new outfield that they released it early. <laughs> um, so tell me about this. I like Night Ranger. I got a couple of Night Ranger albums on vinyl. I'm a big fan. Yeah, Mr. Jack Blades. I love their stuff. In we news. interviewed Jack Blades. He was great. Biggest get ever. <laughs> He's no, up there. No. I love Blades. He was great. He was fun. Yeah. But um, you know, last year, a couple years ago, uh, Night Ranger put out something called Hole in the Sun. Mm-hmm. And it might as well have been called Hole in Your Ass. Wow. Because it was that bad. God, the vitriol with which you've slammed their artistic efforts. No, I think even they realized it. Because otherwise, why would they have come out with this? Somewhere in California sounds like vintage 80s yeah. Night Ranger. What's the which, best song on there? Bye Bye Baby. Can you want to hear me, it? Yeah, give me some. Right? What's that from? Is that <laughs> no, it's like a movie, right? What is that from? Bye. Think, bye, bye, good, this is Bye Bye Love. Remember bye, that one that had uh, baby, Matthew Bodine? No, it's All like from some dads 80s movie. Who had abandoned their children? You remember that movie? Shut up. Jeez, you call me Tubby. You're ripping on my asking You know what? I never movie. delve into your personal life. You could do you could rob a bank and I would still accept you as a friend and put you up on my mighty shoulders. And all you do is you make fun and your new thing is making fun of my tan. This is natural. I'm an outdoorsman. You're from the Mediterranean. <laughs> Seriously. You're from the Greek town of Seriously, Boston. I, ne- <laughs> I never. I, I just like, oh, I encourage you. I encourage you. I was just asking you, know, you, you went on your You went on your boudoir reign of terror each night making a bad decision. And did I ever criticize? No. I tried to find the, the, the goodness of it. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yes. I just asked you because you know what happens is it's withering. It's like I stand up in the newsroom and everyone knows I'm pretty quiet and I keep to myself and I say one (laughs) thing to try to burst out of my shell and you're like, you zing me like boom. And then like I crumble like Cliff Clavin under the bar of cheers and I I try to like reach out and talk to people and slam. Boom. (laughs) Sit down, Daly. Enough with your antics, monkey boy. Yes. And you know what? You never thank me. You never thank me for being a train train wreck. Yeah, fatty. That's what you that's what you say to me. Yeah, yeah, fatty with a tan. Fat George Hamilton. I will say this. Yeah, you call me Fat George Hamilton. Did I? <laughs> no, but you, I, you I can. I should. <laughs> you know what's funny? I mean, no, you know what's ironic? You're right. The other day, someone told me you've never been so funny as as you have been since Daly's life has fallen apart. <laughs> See, and yet I still get from you. <sighs> 
You should be. You should buy me a a, a, a bouquet of flowers, or a bag of funyuns at least. You know we haven't had funyuns in forever. I'm not sharing them with you. I only share funyuns with friends. Oh, that hurts. Friends listen to Night Ranger together, by the way. You know who were friends? Clarence Clemens and Bruce Springsteen. Clarence Clemens, Bruce Springsteen's sax-blowing big man from the East Street Band, died June 18th from complications related to a recent stroke. Sean, will the East Street Band ever be the same? No. No, it's the uh, the second member of the East Street Band they lost, uh, Danny Federici, um, a couple years ago. And the first uh, show they played after Danny died was, of course, in Tampa. And now the big man, which is, uh, you know, the thing about Clemens is he was a pretty messed up dude. He had a, had a really complicated life. But that raw sound he got from the saxophone, you know, uh, it was just like the blaring sound of rock. Like, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, like, uh, exaggerate, but really the first time I heard it, like, Clemens plus the guitar plus Springsteen was the very, very sound of rock and roll. Like, if you had somebody come from no- another planet and someone, they're like, play rock and roll, it would probably be like 10th Avenue Freeze Out or something like that, or Born to Run, right? Yeah. Would you agree with me? I know sure. you're not a huge Br- Springsteen fan. No, but I appreciate what they've done to the, to the genre. Genre, as you said in the last show. Yeah. And of course, so Clemens, uh, you know, Clemens uh, passed away. He was 69. And just this week, uh, Springsteen released the text from his eulogy. Now, if you're a boss fan or even a casual boss fan, you want Bruce Springsteen writing your eulogy or your induction to the Hall of Fame or your liner notes. There's just something about him where he really gets into uh, carnival barker mode, but, uh, but very textured, too. Did you cry when you read Springsteen's eulogy? No. You teared up a bit. No, You're a I... big giant p- so you cry at everything. <laughs> I do. Except but... My Misfortune, which you laugh at. Fat. Now you make me want to cry. Yeah, Fat George Hamilton. Okay. Anyway, I was very moved. I cried. So I'd like to read a piece of Bruce Springsteen's uh, eulogy for Clarence Clemens. Are you ready? Go ahead. I might not make it through this. I'm serious. I'm tearing up already. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. You got a Shut grin up. on your face like Ronald McDonald. Shut up. You got a burger in each hand, I'm a, too. I'm a tan Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald isn't very tan, is he? No, he's white. He's a clown. Not leading a healthy lifestyle. This is why. Shut up. Clarence was big, and he made me feel and think and love and dream big. How big was the big man? Too f***ing big to die. And that's just the facts. You can put it on his gravestone. You can tattoo it over your heart. Accept it. It's the new world. Clarence doesn't leave the E Street Band when he dies. He leaves when we die. So I'll miss my friend, his sax, the force of nature his sound was, his glory, his foolishness, his accomplishments, his face, his hands, his humor, his skin, his nose, his confusion, his power, his peace. But his love and his story, the story that he gave me, that he whispered in my ear, that he allowed me to tell, and that he gave to you, is going to carry on. I'm no mystic, but the undertow, the mystery and the power of Clarence, my friendship, leads me to believe that we must have stood together in other times, um, in other, older times, along other rivers, in other cities, in other fields, doing our modest version of God's work, work that's still unfinished. So I won't say goodbye to my brother. I'll simply say see you in the next life, further on up the road where we will once again pick up that work and get it done. You're crying. I'm not. Yeah, you are. You know what I'm wondering? What? I asked God, and I feel bad for doing this. What? I'm wondering if I could take this obit <laughs> and sub out the word Sean Daly <laughs> so you mean for sub- Clarence. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that when you die anywhere from six to nine months from now, I can read this. Probably from a fatal gunshot wound. Yeah. Or a knife in your back. Something like that. Yeah, a knife in the back. In the back. With the initials engraved on the handle, S. S. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Spears. What did you think of that eulogy? It's beautiful, It's beautiful. It? And to read the whole thing, RollingStone.com has That's it, right? That's right, yeah, in its entirety. And, read, it, um, read it from the start to end. I mean, you know, we're, we're mocking it a little here. Because no, I'm not we're, mocking it We're all. trying to bury the pain. Oh my trying God! To be- if this was about if this was about Spano Ballet's Tony Hadley, you would be like on the floor down in the fetal position, soaking the carpet with your tears. Kind of like you have to when your hat flashes. <laughs> Am I right? You know, I had a lot of people call up and try to help me and email help me with my hot flashes. I know. Did you get that email someone sent you saying, you yeah, know, ask for niacin. a different kind of niacin? Yeah, I, I kind of went off my meds. <laughs> Did you? Are you? Yeah, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> Shot down in a blaze of glory. Uh, anyway, yeah, read the whole thing because Springsteen starts his eulogy to Clemens um, with kind of some harsh words. Not harsh, but just saying, listen. Claire, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say Clarence Clemens was a perfect guy. He had a messed up life. I just want to thank the people who are, you know, who, who cared for him when I wasn't around. You know, but then in classic Springsteen style. And should I give away the big thing at the end? No, got to read it. God, when he gets to that part, go ahead and give it away. No one's going to read he, it. If you've seen a Springsteen show and how he introduces uh, Clemens, usually during during like you know Tenth Avenue Freeze Out or something like that, he he does something like the same thing. But in a, in, a, in a new way. It, it really got to me. It's beautiful. But anyway, check it out. Check it out. It's very, very lovely. And you know what else is lovely? Stephen Q. Spears? The, the Seggies. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. The glorious return of the Seggies. So people were furious, huh? Yeah, people like the trivia. You and I just went to the Lee Garden. Is it called Lee Garden? Lee Garden. Our Chinese buffet? Yeah. They love me there. The I love the MSG the there. Oh my it's god, it's flowing so, through me. I know, so salty. Oh, I know. But I tell you, you and I went to the the Indian restaurant the other day. Oh, oh my we god, we can't even speak was, of did that. Did you feel the 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 tremors in this yeah. building as I? Yeah, yeah. I thought oh the space shuttle landed or something. <laughs> it did. It did. Anyway, yeah, mystery movie moment. We're back with this. Just say no course, to non. Is what we're saying. Yeah, it's not the non. It's the doll. <laughs> Anything with double A's I shouldn't eat. Yeah, probably that's true. All right. So anyway, you know how it works. Uh, for those who haven't uh, been able to participate, it's almost been a month now since we've done this. Really? Right. So pay attention. Here was the last show's, last month's show's mystery clip. But what do you want from me, huh? You know what I want. You want me to go rescue an old girlfriend who's shacked up with another guy? Thanks a lot. Ah, Streets of Fire. God, I love that movie. That's terrible. What? Except I can dream about you, Spears. If I can't hold you tonight. Really? Oh, Michael Parry in that movie? No. I can dream about no you. No tan whatsoever. Uh, none. None. <laughs> Shut up about my tan. I go to the beach. I, we only live on the beautiful Gulf of Me- Mexico. Just saying. Once Michael Parry is looking a little pale. I had nothing to do with you. I don't know why I you're taking it so personally. very handsome these days. All right, if you were drunk and you had to kiss one guy who works in this newspaper, it would probably be me, right? <laughs> God, it might be. <laughs> Except for it would taste like, you know, Funyuns and bourbon. And doll. Funyuns oh, and bourbon. doll. God, stop bringing that up, man. My stomach gurgles every Streets time Streets of say Fire. It. Last week's, last month's, last year's, <laughs> year's winners include JT, the Z-Man Zent of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, Z-Man, I'll meet you at the spot on 2nd Street. 
Um, Glenn with two N's Gilman. Lance, I need a nickname, please, of Kansas. Chris from St. Louis. Alex the Meter Peter. Mark Harmon's nipples. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wasn't Alex used to be... Isn't he the millimeter Peter? <gasps> really? Did he, did he try to upsize on us? <laughs> Is that really... Was it really the millimeter Peter? Yeah. And he was very, like, self-deprecating. Right. And so now, now he's trying to overcompensate. At first, he said he had a small Peter, and now he's he has saying it's a, meter a, a Peter. giant, a meter giant Peter. Peter. Meter Nobody Peter. has a meter Peter. Certainly not me. Mark Harmon's nipples and... Oh, sorry. The one only Crockett from Rubus Cube. Base note and the beautiful, the hirsute, the zoftig. Dominic Casario, who writes, This week's movie is The Great Streets of Fire. Here's why this movie would be perfect for its own podcast. It was directed by Walter Hill, who gave us the 80s classics 48 Hours in Red Heat. I'm glad that somebody else has said Red Heat is an 80s classic. I love that one. I read the novelization, too. In the same way? Amazing prose, yes, with the watch in the diner, I think. The soundtrack is great with songs by The Fix, Dan Hartman, I can dream about you, Marilyn Martin, and a couple written by the bombastic Jim Steinman. The movie features the rugged charm of Michael Paré, the sexiness of Diane Lane. Let me t- say a little something about Diane Lane. When she, She's still a, a striking, beautiful woman. Yeah. Married to Josh Brolin, but when she was young. Josh Brolin, no tan whatsoever. None, zero tan, not like me. Diane Lane, when she was at her prettiest, might just be the most beautiful woman of all time. Wow. That is a bold statement. Diane Lane? Come on. I have no reaction to that. That's Cherry Valance, right? No. Oh, you're talking about Cherry Valance from uh, The Outsiders. Yeah, that was Diane Lane, dude. Uh, And the rubber hip waiters Willem Dafoe. It boasts supporting uh, performances from 80s favorites like Rick Moranis, Bill Paxton, and Elizabeth E.G. Daly. It marks the only film appearance of 80s rock legends The Blasters. Finally, Streets of Fire contains the only sledgehammer fight in an 80s movie. What more do you need, Dominic Casario? What do you think? I'd love to do a podcast on that, and I'd love to have Michael Paré as part of it. Yeah, and then he could talk about all sorts of stuff. You know who's great in this movie? I I think I'm talking about before. Rick Moranis is great. He's so ridiculously foul-mouthed. And it's the only movie I think that he curses in. It, and he, and he plays, goes, it's like he saved up he an plays entire like her career. Manager, yeah, he's like he saved up his entire career full of profanities, didn't use it in one movie. Yeah, let's get Rick Moranis on this. He matched Rick. We just want to talk about Streets of Fire. Yeah, let's get Moranis on here. Do you think he would do a show like this? I don't know. Why don't we give give him another mystery movie clip? Come on, ready? Yeah. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. Oh my God! We scored. We scored the score of the century. If you know it, email us at stuckinthesatempe.com and tune in next month to find out if you're a wiener. Ah, the mystical refrain of name that 80s tune. Again, the glorious return of the triumphant trivia. I have run out of words. Yeah. Really? This is how it ends. <laughs> who had two? Who had two forty one <laughs> in the pool? <laughs> Episode two forty one. You're a winner. <laughs> Pay attention. Right. Here's last shows. A mystery tune. Yeah, that's when you close your eyes by Night Ranger. Favorite Night Ranger tune when you close your eyes. Yeah. 
It's kind of hard to beat. It, my, it probably goes, when you close your eyes, I love four in the morning. It's probably my second four one. Four in the morning, the cat uh, is still snoring. Hey, what time is it, everybody? <laughs> I think it's four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, last month's winners include Christine and Philly, Doc Hamilton, Just Jessica, Monica and Olympia. <laughs> the life of the party, Kevin Wench. Pay attention. Here's this show's mystery tune. If you know it, email us at stuckinthesatempe.com and tune in next month to find out if you're a wiener. If you're not ready to give up on mullets in Madonna, log on to Stuck in the 80s, just one of the many blogs you'll find at tampabay.com, the website of the St. Petersburg Times. Relive the music, movies, and culture of the greatest decade ever, only at tampabay.com. And we're back. And I'm excited because uh, Night Ranger is coming to town. They are playing. Actually, they're coming twice this fall. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. She built a condo here. The, um, they're playing uh, Food and Wine Fest over at Epcot. I'll be weekend. there. Lots of 80s acts play that every year. Howard Jones will be there. Who else? ELO, the current incarnation of ELO, will be uh, there. But now it's Jeff like Lynn. ELO featuring you know Stanley Weisenheimer. <laughs> and uh, Night Ranger has a weekend, but also Night Ranger's opening for Journey on their tour, and so I'll see him September seventeenth. Here's my problem: because they've got this new album, will they still have to? I'm sure they're going to have a really short set, like thirty. Know, what, what minutes. are those shows at Epcot? I think they're about forty five minutes long. Yeah, those. Right? I mean, but even their opening set for this, uh, you know, for Journey is going to be short. I can be able to squeeze in all their hits, and they well, do have well, a lot. And still squeezing a couple songs off this new album. Hopefully they'll get rid of Secret of My Success. Yeah. Hey, you know, I've been really successful, but does anybody know my secret? <laughs> the worst Blades. I love Jack Blades, but worst intros to those songs. You know who gives the hammiest, though, is still Paul Stanley from Kiss. Yeah, his are pretty bad. They're still bad. And they're 50 years old now. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but here's my question to you, Sean. Yes, um, can yes. a band like... Very serious journalism. Yeah. Win Tanning. We, I'm not that tan. No, okay, here's my my question. Is it too late for an act like Night Ranger to be a chart topper again in the rock world? Well, he, you know what? This is a very, very interesting question. Because originally, originally I wanted to say uh, no. Because they're not young. Uh, they're not young. They're not necessarily hip or, or current, you know. However, I was just thinking about like young people buying them. And young people, except if it's like the iTunes songs... Young people don't – you kind of dictate that. But in the rock world, people like us, you know, uh, we're the ones still buying albums, you know? And so sometimes you see, like, these old bands like a, you know, a, like a Robert Plant or – Sinatra was just number one on iTunes the other day, a Sinatra album. Yeah. Probably because they had a killer sale and everybody, you know, bought up. But we have, you know, people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. I mean, we have an incredible amount of, of, of sales clout, too. I'm making this more uh, nerdy, maybe, than you wanted. But I think, yes, I think you could see – 
a band like Night Ranger, if the album was really, really good and say like they got they snuck a song on Transformers or somehow that's a, the key. A, they have to have a little bit of luck. Like a song is going to show up and get people's attention again, and people would be like, "Cause you and I, Night Ranger, for better or worse, is in our head a lot most of the time because of what we do. Stuck in the '80s show, we're we're pop culture writers for the the, the newspaper." But uh, most people haven't thought about Night Ranger maybe in a while. They're like, oh, my God, Night Ranger. Yeah, I'm going to go buy that on iTunes. Oh, my God, I used to love when you close your eyes. So, yeah, I'm going to say that with a little bit of luck, a band like Night Ranger could. And they have important um, people in their – they have the the original players, Jack Blades, Kelly Keegy. They're all still in that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because look at Journey. Journey got a spot a couple years ago on the Super Bowl show. I mean, Journey is still considered a very viable band, and there are how many new lead singers are you know away from Steve Perry? Yeah, at least three. Like Journey, or Journey can still. And, and here's another thing. Sorry, I'm, I'm really nerding out on you now. But if you know Journey does great because they had a deal with Walmart, and Walmart and Target, these big box stores, again for better or worse, really can dictate sales. That's why all of a sudden, boom, Journey can have a number one album because Walmart has sold it, a triple album for like five bucks, whatever it is, you know, six bucks. So yeah, if, if, if Night Ranger did that, the problem with Night Ranger is that they were big in like 83, 84, but they, were, they never really ruled the universe. They were up there with a lot of bands. Sorry. Was that more than you bargained for? <laughs> no, it's great. No, but I'm going to say, sure, why not? But they need a little luck. Yeah, they need. There have to be some weird trending thing going yeah. on. We all need a little luck these days. Yes, we do. We do. And a tan. And a little sun. Yeah. Is that all for this week? <laughs> That's all for this week. It's a bonus show. It's a great we show. just gave them the greatest bonus show ever. Right. In fact, we should make you pay for this. We're not going to yet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll see. Oh, don't even say that. Oh we're man. Not, we're hey, we still got more shows coming up for July. We got uh, an interview coming up. Oh, don't tell them what it is. <laughs> Next Tuesday, yeah. In the meantime, when I close my eyes, I dream of a very tan Sean Daly. Shut up. And I dream of being here with you, stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits. Read our blog at tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the show at iTunes. Ah, you stuck around waiting for an Easter egg. Sean Daly is now going to give you his top five tanning tips. Ha ha, we'll have one. Go do something useful. We'll see you guys next week.